Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you today, doing? Doing okay. I'm having... Mm-hmm. I'm having uh, po- the, my microphone arm issues right now. Oh. Yeah, Did I'm trying to... F- out? Yeah, I'm trying to, trying to fix it up here. Uh-huh. So if there's, there's weird ro- if there's weird sounds from my microphone, I'm sorry. It's just me trying to fix this shit. Mm. Uh... Yeah, well, I, I was going to try to, like, tie this into pieces somehow, and I don't know how to do that. But <laughs> your, your, your microphone arm, kind of like the arm that was severed in pieces? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, imagining, exactly. I'm imagining Steve's microphone actually being held up by, like, a dismembered arm now. Ah, how are you looking into my room right now? This is weird. Ah, that's for me to know and you to find out. <laughs> Webcams. yeah we're here to talk about pieces uh a movie that people love and i think we might not be in agreement Uh, yeah i think this movie sucks i'm just putting that out here now (laughs) i'm getting that out of front street this movie in my opinion sucks i don't i don't think i'm nearly as negative on this movie as you will be but i do think that this movie wastes a lot of time and mm-hmm. there's some stuff that were, that's really cool. Like the ending to this is really cool. Some of the kills are pretty cool. I'm still disturbed. It, it, to me, <laughs> it's still... it's not as endearing as something like a choppy mall. Where choppy mall for me no. is a little more enjoyable, a little more endearing. This is just weird. But you know it's, what? Pe- this pe- movie has commitment issues. <laughs> it really does because I it, it it feels like it's trying to be giallo, but it just won't put its foot on the pedal of just fully going for it yeah well it feels like reserved in that sense like uh we like we don't want to fully tip the hat to what influenced us to make this movie but yeah i think you know like most horror movies in like the 70s and 80s definitely were like let's try to have a bit of a mystery here and the mystery in this just doesn't quite work for me because like you think for a while that it might be the gardener but then like the gardener's like a big guy and then whoever is the assailant is not that big so you're like well that doesn't make any sense like Mm. yeah there's so much about this movie that it doesn't track at all Mm -hmm. yeah there were you know they could have done something cool with the mystery of it but they they botched it with like both of the red herrings that they tried to throw out because there was also professor brown and professor brown was like uh, a suspicious character for a while like he was always there at the scene of the crime mm. like right after the body was found he was like showing up and all that stuff yeah and then i feel like at some point in the movie they dismiss him as a suspect because the dean says he's gay or something like that or i can't even remember that was like the weirdest scene ever he was like oh yeah professor brown you know he's he's he i can't even remember the line that he uses 
But I feel like that was like his justification. Like if this whole movie just had some weird things come out of nowhere that I was just like, what does this even, what is going on? And like, yeah, feel like... Kind, similar to Chopping Mall, but it, like Kurt said, less endearing. It's it, This yeah. is definitely more sinister. Like, ah, what is the context of this? Yeah. Yeah. And I even think that the reveal of the real killer is, is still has issues. Oh, it was so mm. underwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's the Dean, great. The only other character it probably could have been. Yeah, but I think it's, like, the kid in... Wait, did the kid have an English accent? I don't think he did. No. No, because then the Dean has an English accent, and I was like, well, I ain't the Dean, because he's got an accent. And then you're like, well, that's the easiest trick in the book, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what this movie actually reminded me a bit of, although the other movie does it a lot better is malignant like the whole mm-hmm. i don't know like the whole like there's an aesthetic i don't know maybe some themes here although malignant fucks it's so malignant is i i mean if we're gonna get into this right now i mean malignant is a movie that is batshit from the get-go like that opening yeah. scene sets your tone for the whole movie and it's going to be a whole movie of people making the wrong decisions uh making complete like not even just the wrong decisions but like the completely like not even left field like fucking out of the stadium uh, choices and and just fucking pedal to the metal to the very fucking end and that third act is fucking batshit it is it is like an action movie mixed in like this creepy ass horror film that's like giallo and 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 argento soaked um throughout yeah cool go watch oh it's fucking awesome it's fucking awesome i i I applaud james wan for the choices he made in that movie because it doesn't feel like a studio film in in any sense no cool and it feels too like it might be the best horror movie this year I mean, it sounds like Halloween Kills is pretty divisive. People are saying that, like, it ends very abruptly, which I'm not a big fan of that, so I'm a little concerned, but mm. we'll see. I, You know, I as far as when Halloween Kills comes out, I'm just really excited for that firefighter sequence. Yeah. That, I, I mean, the trailer, it sells me. I'm like, I'm in. Give me that opening scene. Like, I'm so <laughs> in. It's kind of teasing that, like, the whole town will like go up against Michael, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that might be a... the only way to take him out for good. So yeah. Well, and there's what's the, what's uh, it's uh, Halloween, Halloween kills. And what was the, the last one called Halloween ends? I think it is something like that. So yeah, I mean, okay. We're going to get an abrupt ending. Sure. But like, not really because we still have a third movie. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Uh, th- th- when that happened, kind of with Matrix Reloaded, way back mm-hmm. in the day, I was like, yeah. Ugh. And it sounds like they do the same thing with Dune, which I'm like, Ugh. well, Dune's know. only half the book, from yeah. what I understand. Oh, it's just um, like I don't know. I, in my opinion, if you're gonna end a movie and have it lead into another movie, you should still have that one movie have a definitive end. It shouldn't mm-hmm. just be like. Oh, that's it. See you in a year. Like, uh, that's... well, especially because there's been two. It's been a longer period of time between the first movie and this movie. Yeah. Than we were. Than it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. 
Because ends is probably already filmed, right? Like they probably did them both already, right? I don't know if they did or not, but yeah, I mean, I assume most of it was filmed because the last one came out twenty eighteen. So mm-hmm. they've been mm-hmm. working on both these movies in like the span of almost four years. So, yeah, cool. Anyways, go see Malignant. Uh, maybe <laughs> see Halloween Kills. Jury's still out on that one. Yeah, well, until we've seen it, we can't really give the full endorsement. But I like what they've been doing so far. And, I mean, I've always enjoyed Danny McBride's writing. Mm -hmm. So, And, I I mean, Halloween feels so different than anything he's written before. It just shows that the the, the dude has range. Yeah. Cool. Um, Yeah, pieces. Um... Yeah, what is Pieces even about? A frustrated Boston detective searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds. That's it. Uh, (laughs) Pretty to the point. Yeah. 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 Um, What was the first time uh, both of you watched this movie? Around the Uh... same time I watched uh, Chopping Mall, to be honest. Mm. So, yeah, some, some point in the 90s. Nice. Uh, I watched it for the podcast, so I don't even know if I had heard about it before uh, it came up on our podcast list. So I watched it basically just last week. Okay. Yeah, it's um, funny enough. I watched it in a film studies class, and to this day, I wonder why the t- the professor chose that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, yeah, especially the amount of just pure ass sleaze that's in this movie. Did he yeah. just really want to see boobs during class? Yeah. Here's the weird thing. It was a she. Oh, did she just really want to see boobs during class? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, yeah, I remember. You know, I think like it was around October, so maybe she thought horror. And I guess, I don't know, maybe she thought this is a good horror movie. Uh, I would argue it's not, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there. Um, uh. I mean, I don't know. I, I do think this movie has some redeemable value, but not much. Yeah, uh, I, I I kind of liked what they did with, like, the overall story, where they started with, like, a young boy, and then throughout the movie you kind of had to guess who that young boy was. Yeah. They didn't do it very well, but I kind of liked that that's what they tried to do. Like, it was a little bit more of a mystery than some horror is, but... Yeah. They they kind of they kind of botched it. So at the end, it doesn't does it really matter? <laughs> no. Um. Also, too, like, I don't know. Like, there's some scenes that like don't make sense until you really mm-hmm. like start to think about it. Like, there's that scene with the chick on the skateboard and she just rides into that mirror. Yeah. And... I even after the movie, I still had no. I had to look up what that was. Yeah, so that was, like, apparently the trigger for the killer. Because then you see him, like, opening the box. And I was I was not making that connection. And then... No. Yeah. I, I, look, I also, yeah, kind of looked it up. And they were like, yeah, no, that's, like... That was what triggers the killer again. I'm like, oh, that wasn't that clear, I felt like. But... No, I, I literally thought, wait, was the killer one of the guys holding the mirror? And, like, he did it on purpose to kill her? Is she dead now? Like, I had so many questions about that scene. Yeah. And it just never, it literally just happened, and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, Brian uh, asks, or says, this movie is insane. It starts off with its absurdity at 11 and stays there. Oh, I guess. I don't agree with that. But... It's definitely absurd, but it's, yeah. it's, it's in a way that's not necessarily great. No, it's, yeah. it's it's like a frustrating absurdity. Yeah, I I mean, aside from a few things, I don't even find this movie that interesting. No. I um, mean, maybe if the, maybe if the killer was uh the the whoever jumped out of the closet at the end of the movie, that would be a great movie. Well, and like you're saying, the movie starts off at an eleven and stays there. I'm like, no. I would argue like it goes up to eleven, maybe at the ending. And then, yeah, the ending, hundred percent. It yeah. hit, and it, it goes out on an eleven for sure because it mm-hmm. makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And how, like, those fucking fingers ripped through his jeans, man. Well, also too, like, it wasn't just a scratch. Like, definitely, she was like, like, definitely crushing something in her hand too. I don't, I, yeah. I don't understand the supernatural element throwing that in there. I don't understand putting that into your script of this is how we're going to go. I don't understand anything about the motivation of having that scene. Yeah. Like Other zero. than just like to have one final horror movie jump scare moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's unearned, completely unearned because it's completely changing the story. Yeah. Like this is a psychological, this is about a guy that, that uh, from what I understand, this movie is about, um, a killer that is triggered by his psych, his homicidal trauma from early in his life by a, some random woman running through a mirror. Because <laughs> I mean, that's the only purpose that that beginning scene serves. Yeah, they like no. they couldn't even have a, a reasonable sized mirror too. Like, could have no, just, just had a regular it's mirror falling. A f- Funhouse like... mirror sized thing that comes <laughs> randomly. People are carrying this thing out. Like, yeah. is it part of the dance studio? Because they have that whole ballet, that ballet dancer sequence. Mm. Oh, and a sleazy thing about that scene is the director was upset because he wanted them all to be naked for that scene, and they wouldn't do it. They said, "That's not how we do it." Mm. And they uh, and, and he was very upset by that. Yeah, that would make no sense to have just random girls dancing naked in a room. That because I, I I'm trying to. F- even thinking about it again after watching, I'm trying to figure fi- figure out the purpose of that scene too, because there's no reason for that scene either. I think yeah, the there's the, there's the whole like because one of the dancers like leaves a room and then gets followed by the killer a little bit, and then she goes back into a room with another girl, and then we don't even come back to that character until no. like 20 minutes later. I want to say like like there's a big gap in between when we come back to that character. So there is zero reason, really, to have that first scene. We could have just followed her into the room and had the killer killer be done with it. Because yeah. not like she's an important person. We don't need to follow her story or anything like that. No. It was just, yeah, I guess it was just an excuse to if have, if if it had worked out for the director, I guess, it would have been an excuse to just have more naked women on screen, I guess. I think that's why this movie feels a bit more of an affront than Chopping Mall does. Yeah, because it feels so divisive, and oh, just to get these girls naked, just you know, what I mean, there's there's just more motive sleaze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the context behind it is just a little creepy. 
Yeah, I, I think that like if there was a deep dive on how the, the women felt on the side of this one, because there is commentary, but it's just with the director mm-hmm. um, and, and his frustrations in making the movie and stuff like that. And a lot of his frustrations come to the fact that people won't do nudity or or and it's just super fucking gross. And and even some of the uh, like the background, like when they sh- like background players and stuff, because I, I, I went beyond this movie and uh watched the dead meat video mm. on it mm-hmm. and yeah man there's there's some really gross stuff yeah i i would say it's, for me it's as simple as like choppy mall is so bad it's good but you don't get that with this like no. it's yeah. just it's just bad that's i, I think that's the hard thing with a, a big chunk of the horror genre and a lot of the movies that we do end up covering is that there is such an exploitation of women that it's so, it sometimes it's really hard to get past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you are just so like enamored by all of the topless women that you don't even notice. <laughs> I mean, you know, if we're to rape boobs, <laughs> We're going to have to start giving some of these boob scores. Yeah, yeah the boob scores. Be... Let's add that as an award, boob yeah, scores. Who's the best, nicest boobs? Best, best boobs. boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then it's just Barbara Crampton's, like, the podcast MVP. She's just... <laughs> At the end of the year, we are we are, <laughs> we award the person that's won the most boob awards over the year. Oh, my goodness. Man, we should have year-end awards. It's Best not kill of the year. It, it's not like they do full frontal nudity on dude, so it's not like we can have a best dick award, you know? Like, no, no. Well, you know, Pieces Guy is the dick of the year right now. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Just by default. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the singular penis of the year. Yeah. <sighs> Just as long as none of the awards in these nudity category go to Wicked City, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, that's... I mean, if it's animated, does it count as real nudity? Like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Jury's still out. I think that, might, <laughs> that was the most controversial, like, set of episodes we've done yet. Like, just, some people were like, oh, this movie is, it seems interesting. But I was like, I wonder if you've watched it yet. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah, thanks for reminding me about Wicked City there. That's great. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, where were we at? Oh emails um all right lydia says pieces is a movie where you can't go in expecting anything more than an entertaining 80s sleaze with great gore and a lot of what the fuck moments of cheese is it a legit good film no is it fun as hell and a film i watch once a year yes i don't know how anyone could really put this in as like a rewatch once a year like i watch this and i'm like i'm done i don't need to rewatch this yeah, I mean, it does have, especially with, like, some of the uh, dubbing that they do, it is a little ridiculous. I can definitely see, oh. I can see why people would definitely have fun with this movie. If You just kind of have to not think too hard about what the actual sleaze means, you know, and, like, what probably happened behind the scenes. If you didn't know a lot of that background stuff, I can understand having fun with this movie for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just, uh, yeah, it's a little slimy once you get into the weeds of it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I personally don't agree with you, Lydia. But power to you. 
I mean, I, <laughs> I rewatch Friday the 13th regularly, so who am I to judge? <laughs> who am I to judge? Um, cool. And then, best line in this movie. Oh, God. Oh, let me go to Vine. There's not very many. Um, I love how that one, and I totally forget, I don't even think she has a name, who just basically puts her cell phone on, on front street and is like, I like to do drugs, have sex, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, so you're fodder for getting killed? Then? Yeah. You're just going to yeah. put it all, just put it all out right away? There was a lot of lines with with people talking about how much they like doing drugs and having sex. One of the one of the lines I wrote down is actually related to the waterbed because it was ridiculous when when she said <laughs> it. There's like teens smoking outside of a classroom or something, mm. and and they're talking about this waterbed. And one of them goes, "The most beautiful thing in the world is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed that's the at one. the same time." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the line. That's the line. Or it's like, okay, well, well, you're dead. Yeah, like. Yeah. Hmm. All right, nope. the most beautiful thing in the world. You have a very limited scope of the world, my friend, because it's a waterbed. <laughs> well, I don't think you can do a better line in this movie, and I think it's the be-all, end-all of "Oh, hey, it's my kung fu professor." Yeah, <laughs> that's the that line of the movie. Scene. That entire oh, yeah. scene. That's one of the scenes in this movie that it it has like chopping mall energy, where it's just like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" Like it's a little campy, and like you're. Part of you is like, wait, is this going to get a little racist at the same time? Because you're not quite sure. Um, but like that, that scene is just so out of nowhere that it kind of just like, what the fuck is even going on? Why is why is this random person attacking her for no reason? Absolutely mm. no reason. She's just some random woman walking on campus. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I could rant about this movie for a while. Yeah, it's a very rant worthy movie. Uh, for best quote, I put, not the quote itself, but just whenever uh, Linda Day George uh, screamed bastard so loudly into her mic. Oh my god. Yes. Blows it. the mic. Oh my god. Bastard! 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 <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. The energy of that scene is insane. I'm, oh, it was so good. I want to know what take that was. Because I can't imagine that, like, there was not a better take of that. Like, I'm just, it's just, there's there's a lot of questions I have about that scene. Can we talk about the tennis scene? Uh, yeah. Which which tennis scene in particular? The the one where they're playing against each other. Oh, yeah, just back and forth. Yeah. Had they ever played tennis before? That one girl, they showed that shot of the one girl over and over and over and over and over again. Because I think it's the only one that she really made. Yeah. Because <laughs> she looked like she'd never held a racket in her entire life. No. It was it was just like two random people lobbing a ball back and forth to each other. It was insane. They didn't even really it... look like they were playing real tennis. And yeah. then the one the one's like, oh, she really gave me a run for my money. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> what? She was standing in one place. <laughs> what? Oh, I was just—it's just so many of the choices are just like holy fuck. Okay, you're going for this. Yeah. Yeah. I get. You know what? Tennis, though, you can put a girl in a skirt, really short skirt. You can have her jump around a little bit. That's the only thing I can think of for the motivation for tennis. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh, we've got best performance. Uh, the groundskeeper. 
he was pretty good. <laughs> His eyes just creeped me out. He he was a he was like the most obvious red herring in the beginning. They were kind of like, is he really gonna turn out to be the guy? It's a little too on the nose if like, this guy turns out. He looks like an unmasked Leatherface. Like I yeah. you know like <laughs> he also like they gave him the same chainsaw and it was like so obvious and then I was like, well what you're telling me that like there's no other people with yellow chainsaws in this world like that that was a weird connection to make but yeah. and i, I think love him finding the chainsaw with blood and gore all over it too that makes me laugh so hard still. oh yeah oh yeah and he touches it and like starts to freak it and then he just goes crazy like people right? come in and they it's just a big fight all of a sudden yeah as as you do when you touch a bloody chainsaw <laughs> yeah it's that it's that level 11 shit you know yeah um uh, i put the kid that was playing the young dean and I thought that was <laughs> that was just such a weirdly great performance I yeah was, i was i was into that kid hacking up his mom so yeah well those axe hits too oh yeah like the first at first he's just like almost just like like just kind of like just bopping her in the head with it, and then all of a sudden it's in her head and you're like oh okay well yeah <laughs> that was when they swapped in the, the real axe. Yeah. She's just going to smack you in the face with this rubber axe a bunch. That's cool, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I guess you can do that. And he's like, but your boobs will be out later, right? And she's like, well, I don't think I'm in any more scenes. And he's like, no, <laughs> no your boobs will be out. We'll find a way. Don't worry. We'll, we'll find a way. Don't worry. Yeah. We're going to see those boobs. <laughs> yeah. I For best performance, I don't know. I put the first thing that I, because normally I take notes like as I'm watching, um, and the first thing I put under best performance was music by Cam, because that's the first thing that I saw on the <laughs> yeah. screen when the movie there's, started. There's two separate scores for it, too. Apparently, there's an original, yeah. like, Italian, like, orchestral score that's, like, way too classy for this fucking movie. Yeah, sounds yeah. like it. So, I guess best performance is Cam for the music. Cam! <laughs> Good old Cam. Yeah. Which is an anachronym, I think. So it must some... be because, like, who's Cam otherwise? <laughs> I was like, did you hire somebody off Craigslist or something? Like, yeah, we need someone to do the music in this movie. Uh, yeah, my name's Cam, and uh, I, I could do your music for a dollar. Like, Dope, perfect. Yeah. We don't have any more money, so. Done. We're set. Um, yeah. Uh, what I thought was interesting, too, was that... Um, I think it was Linda Dage George. Uh, her husband was also in this. He was the um, he was in the he was a police sheriff, I think. And apparently, he died a year after this movie came out. And then yeah, Chris, Christopher George. Yeah. Oh. And mm. uh, apparently, like after uh, he died, she just retired from acting because she's still alive. But apparently, like she hasn't acted in anything since 1989. So mm. kind of wild like just end your career on on pieces sure why not what a way to go out okay um let's see uh best kill i put the waterbed kill i mean it's a really good one mm -hmm. um um i like the one that they use the 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 pig carcass oh yeah the the shower scene with the tennis girl yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I do like the reveal on that when they find her body and she's just all intestines out and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, that was pretty gnarly. That was that was actually pretty well done. That's yeah. maybe one of the things that this movie does well is that the kills are actually pretty gnarly like that. Yeah. And and the reveals, the 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 uh, the discoveries of the bodies I think are well done too. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they used a pig carcass, like that to me is like a level of dedication to this where it's yeah. like you could have done like yeah some other makeup effects but like i don't know there's a certain charm you've seen like a pink carcass and i'm like oh kudos like mm-hmm. that's that's actually genuinely mm-hmm. interesting and it, it looks real when you watch it like it looks like a gen well i mean as genuine as it can be right but yeah, yeah I, I dug that that yeah they just put up a pink carcass in the shower and just cut into it mm-hmm. i really <laughs> hope they made bacon afterwards that's you know <laughs> oh man yeah i feel like that either that one is my favorite in terms of like actual kills the wire bed one with the knife through the the fucking face was gnarly yeah. there were two that were just like okay well i don't think i don't know if that girl who went through the mirror got killed or not but i did write that down as a kill because i had no idea what the movie was trying to say with that scene so i thought oh is she's dead okay so i wrote down that one then also when the dean gets shot right in the forehead one shot bang done by the lieutenant who comes in at the mm. end of the movie and it's just ridiculous to me because it's just like one little dot on his forehead suddenly and then he yeah. just falls over and then that's it for his death See, it's just, super like, anticlimactic in... yeah he just gets shot like i don't know it just it felt very dull considering he's the villain of your movie like yeah uh... i mean if i'm being honest the dean as a character and a killer is kind of dull to me yeah like he i don't know why i don't know what it is about his character it just seems so like it didn't really make sense and it just I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just wasn't my favorite. Like, I, I get it. I get he was, like, the other characters were red herrings, and mm. they were setting all this stuff up, but, meh. I don't know. Okay, it's the Dean. He's dead now. Great. Mm-hmm. I, and then mm-hmm. the most interesting part of the movie happens right at the end, so. Eh. Is it is it telling that this is Eli Roth's favorite slasher movie? Oh, I'm, no. I'm oh, no. Yeah. 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 That's pretty, yep. That's pretty telling. <laughs> also do we count his balls at the end be- as a kill <laughs> yes i mean i want to imagine that he he survived his balls did not though yeah his they balls. definitely did not yeah. oh my God. his whole crotch region is not there anymore the because i remember that like she attacks him i did not remember that like after the scratch, she just squeezes the balls until they pop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's just... No. Yeah, she really has a problem with his balls. Yeah. 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 The real villain was his balls. I mean... <laughs> the, uh, it's really... This is really a Me Too movie at the end of the day. Kidding. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was honestly... That is so weird, though. <laughs> Because it's a Me Too offender as well as like, know, a Me Too the, Justice one. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. There was... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, there was honestly a part of me that thought, too, uh, uh, in the movie that... I can't remember the kid's name, but, like, the main teen... I don't, is he a teenager? They're in university, so he's yeah, probably, like, so. a young adult. But um, 
whatever his name is, I can't remember his name. I thought that yeah. for a split second, maybe they were going to do a turn and make him be the real killer. And like he, like a, like a fight club kind of scenario where he didn't realize he was going into this, whatever. Yeah. And then I realized he was way too young. Cause it's like supposed to be 40 years in the future or something like that. So mm-hmm. that would have been kind of cool though. And then the revenge would have been uh, justified for crushing his balls because he was the killer, but yeah. Oh, well missed opportunity. Also, what is up with that guy that, like, he's a college student, they just let him come in to, like, look at police documents? <laughs> yeah, he's just, like... You're on the, the case now. Yeah, yeah well, so yeah. That whole scene of, like, you're on the you're on it now, you keep an eye on her, blah, blah, Like, what the fuck is going on? Did you just deputize that guy? Yeah, like, that felt weird. Uh, yeah, I just was... The whole time I kept thinking to myself, like, this kid should not be allowed here. Like... I think, like, one character was like, I don't think this is a great idea. But then they did it anyways. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, then. Alright. Um, cool. Uh, dumbest decision. Um, uh, <laughs> when <laughs> they cut off the, the, the girl's... The girl that's laying in the grass with her butt cheeks out. <laughs> yeah. And they cut her head off. And then when they're investigating, they're like, oh, it might have been an accident. <laughs> what? I forgot about that. What? Uh, yeah. You know, her, her, every, her, as you do, you're her, studying in the grass and accidentally cut your head off. Her skirt was <laughs> really high up. Like, I don't understand. The, like, you're in the you're in public with your ass out. <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, that was uh, that was weird. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if someone puts a net over your head in the pool, uh, you can swim down. You can swim out and under. And that that (laughs) usually works. Because, like, part of me was like, well, maybe pulling it in fast enough that's kind of choking her. But really, that he wasn't. That was very slow. It was so, so so, so slow. And she could have just taken two seconds, gone under the water. She would have been totally fine. Why did she get into a sexy pose to get killed? Yeah, also the net somehow breaks her bathing suit and now her boobs are out and like And then she I arches just... her back against the pole. Yeah. Against and the de- pillar. Doesn't even try to run too. She definitely has time to jump back into the pool and and swim and like, you know, try and get away, but I guess maybe she wanted to die. That's the only conclusion I can come to. You know exactly why the net broke her her bathing suit oh oh yes in in reality i know the the reason uh in in the universe of this movie it makes absolutely zero sense but yeah. i i understand the purpose all of it, boobs yes. must be out yeah well it's also why like she had to arch her back up it's like yeah this angle's not quite working for us yeah please. we need <laughs> you need to win the best boobs award get them yeah. out yeah. <laughs> tremble podcast is going to cover them and i need them to give me the best boobs Oh, we won't cover them. <laughs> yeah, just, oh. I just want to imagine, like, he was lo- looking at the dailies or whatever, and he's like, listen, these boobs need to be, like, just arch up. Even though it makes no sense in the story, just do it. Yeah, um, just do it. I'm going to say having a kung fu professor that uh, attacks people on campus. That's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Just in general, when when there's a serial killer loose on campus going around and attacking women is probably not a smart idea. No, no, not at all. Um, But yeah, I did also love the fact that they had a kung fu teacher at a university. Like, 
Died. Also, she, oh. she got a ball shot in it on him too. Yeah. Yep. This, yep. this is another another set of balls crushed. Yeah. There was just a lot of ball crushing in this movie. Okay. Well, I think it's time to put pieces out of its misery, and I'm sure some people will be disappointed because I'm looking online and people are like talk very favorably about this movie, and I think we're all in agreement that that seems largely ridiculous not earned but uh yeah steve what are you gonna give us a score of this baby gets a three. Oh, that's Damn. Rough. it's that's rough. rough it's rough but i think it deserves it uh it's just stuff that's just completely irredeemable about this movie yeah and it, it's hard to like it, this movie's hard for me to celebrate in any kind of fact uh a form because it, it just feels like an absolute sexual uh, exploitation over doing anything art or story driven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it this feels like it was a it was a means to a behind the scenes end. Yeah. And um, it's just it's just hard to it's hard to praise anything like this right now. Mm -hmm. Um. I know, you know, I'll get called white knighted or virtue signaling or anything like that, but it just it that's the reality of it to me. It just seems I, I'm not a horny teenager anymore. I'm not a fucking. You know, I'm not in in my early twenties and just looking for boobs in movies anymore. Like it's just, it's not there for me. I, I just turned forty, so I feel like I have to grow up a bit, in that sense, and mm -hmm. uh, and, and be the change that you want to see in the world. And this movie kind of goes against that. Yeah. 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 I might go a little higher. I might leave it at a five, um, okay. because I I feel like in in terms of like gore and stuff like that, this movie does do it a little mm. better than other movies mm -hmm. um yeah. i kind of liked the idea of having like like showing the the boy kill his mom and then there's they attempted attempted to do some sort of mystery angle to it yeah. um that didn't really end up working out because the entire mystery was null and void when you actually realize the bozo that mm. actually is the killer mm. um so yeah, I think I'll I think I'll leave it at a five. It, it definitely leaves you feeling slimy after watching it, just because of like I don't know. I yeah. I think I think if you went into this not knowing all the background stuff, it would feel a little less slimy. But still, like it's pretty obvious in some of the scenes that this is a, <laughs> this is a boob movie. You know, yeah. this is this yeah. is a blood and boob movie. Yeah. Uh, I will give it a six out of ten. I think it. The main problem I have with this movie is it's incoherent and doesn't have much going on up until the ending, which I think the ending is great. And the kills are great, too, actually, I should say. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it's the lead-up up to that. It's problematic. It's boring. It's mm -hmm. a lot of things that are just not entertaining. Uh, but I do think, if anything, watch this movie for the ending because... yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. The I like they introduce a whole other element that I just wish they would expand on th for entirely. Like I wish yeah. the movie was about that ending instead of whatever else we got <laughs> for the first hour and a bit. Like yeah. <laughs> But um Yeah, I I do think I could see why people like this movie because there is some parts to it that I find are interesting or entertaining, but there's, for me, there's so few and far between that I can't say, I can't recommend that somebody go watch this movie just for those parts. Like, it just, 
it would be like telling somebody like go watch this movie but only for this one specific scene or whatever like or this handful of scenes like it just doesn't quite make it worth it for the other parts so yeah i'm sticking with a a, a six out of ten i do think it just barely is watchable for me but just yeah it's 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 weird movie i don't get why mm. there's so much praise for this movie it seems weird. yeah yeah it's yeah, like I'm a bunch confused. of it's a bunch of weird kind of boring parts strung together by some cool gore scenes yeah and 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 i i get why some people are super into this movie but yeah there's it's just kind of a letdown unfortunately i know some people might say well what makes that any different from uh uh choppy ball but I would say Choppy Mall, even when it's not great, is still at least mildly entertaining. This, mm-hmm. like, the stuff in between it was just not entertaining at all. Like, nope. Yeah, Ch- Chopping Mall felt a lot more lighthearted. Like, it was yeah. campy and, and more upbeat. And yeah, there were, were definitely some ass shots and some topless ladies. <laughs> but but it felt more like, a, oh, this 80s movie. And it's, a, you know, 80s movies, that was kind of a, a thing I find, is lots of boobs. You yeah. got boobs. Mm-hmm. Um it, it felt less insidious, I guess, is what I'm trying to yeah. say in Choppy Mall. I totally, or, or I, did you mean to say that Choppy Mall felt less insidious? Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, okay. Choppy Mall felt less insidious. Pieces feels yeah. more like there's something going on behind the scenes that you're just, yeah. you need to take a shower after. I, I totally agree with that. Like, yeah, I, I mean, Choppy Mall feels relatively harmless compared to mm-hmm. Pieces, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, well... That's, uh, yeah, that's your, <laughs> your sleazy slashers week. <laughs> um, cool. Steve, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. You could probably also find me on Letterboxd under the same. Uh, my website, stevestepping.ca, and you can catch me every Thursdays at 11 p.m. Pacific on uh, The Shift with Shane Huey. You can just Google that and find it in your local area. Uh, if you're in Canada. Uh, and then I'm on the Jazz Joe Hall show every Friday, and that's the midday show on CKNW. Nice. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitch as Techronomicon. I'm on Twitter as Circeanic, but I'm never on Twitter. And I have a blog, uh, blog, where if I do any other projects, uh, especially anything on the internet, I will post about it there. Nice. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Film Craig Kurt. I'm on Letterboxd, Fatal Claw. And then, yeah, ThreeGunners.com, reviewing stuff every week. I still have to watch Star Wars Visions for a review. Haven't done, finished that up yet, but that, that, that'll be coming. I'm kind of mildly curious about that because Star Wars anime could be interesting. All right. Well, until next time where we have a double feature of possibly underrated horror movie sequels, we've got Hellraiser 2, Hellbound, and Bride of Reanimator. Ooh. Yeah. So until next time, everybody. Bye for now.